I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast. Coming up today, a flashback 50 to Paul Horn's Inside, recorded 50 years ago on April 25th in the Taj Mahal. Paul left the planet a couple of years ago, but I go back to some of my archival interviews with him to explore the sound that launched the new age. Before you get there, though, I want to tell you about another musician, Kevin Wood. Kevin is a keyboardist who works in world fusion, focusing on sacred traditions and styles, bringing them in to a Western melodic modality. He's a winner of the Zone Music Award in the past. On his latest album, Eternal, he combines sacred and tribal chant with classical instrumentation to create a world music landscape. The album features the wonderful cellist Jamie Sieber, as well as South African cellist Francois Eternal by Kevin Wood is available from Amazon, iTunes, and other online retailers. And now, let's sit quietly and let the echoes reverberate with Paul Horn, Inside at 50. You're hearing echoes, and I'm John DiLiberto. Flute player Paul Horn passed away in 2014 at the age of 84. He was a veteran jazz musician on saxophone and flute who had played with Duke Ellington, Chico Hamilton, Tony Bennett, and Nat King Cole. He was an in-demand session musician whose flutes can be heard on records by the Beach Boys and tours with Donovan. He was an early adopter of transcendental meditation and visited the ashram of Maharishi Mahesh Yogi in 1967, a year before the Beatles and other pop artists descended into Rishikesh, India to study with the guru. Horn was there that time as well, and that was when he unwittingly became a pioneer of the New Age movement. On April 25th, 1968, he recorded the album Inside, Within the Dome of the Taj Mahal, creating flute improvisations with a 28-second echo in this extravagant mausoleum. I interviewed Paul Horn in the 1980s and 90s. We go inside Paul Horn's Inside. It is very amazing that even though all of us, we have been thinking right from the beginning of our life, but rarely we have thought, where was the thought before we thought it? The origin of thought. Meditation is a technique to be still. And when you're, when you're still, then there's another experience that happens. And without trying to explain that, that's all. The basic, I'll leave it like that. But there's great value in, in experiencing silence and being still and being awake, not asleep. Then there's another thing that happens, and that thing begins to add another uh, dimension to your life, which is very important. Modern psychology says man has been using only a small portion of the mind. Transcendental meditation is a way to enable every man, to educate every man, to make use of his full mental potential. Not too many people know about Maharishi, and it was sort of just a quiet thing but then when the Beatles came on the scene and it was world news and it wasn't so quiet anymore <laughs> and that was the year I was over again and that was the year that after the course was over I went to the Taj Mahal George Harrison was a serious musician who was uh, studying sitar in those days so we would get together and play a lot at the ashram just sitar and flute and just play and every day that they were there they were into their music writing songs so that whole album that came out uh, 
We had Dear Prudence was on, and that was written at the ashram. They were very prolific there. Every day they were writing tunes and getting into it. So, I mean, here are guys that were hugely successful, and you can't get any higher than that as far as fame and fortune and all that. And instead of just, you know, going on and making their money and playing their gigs, they were always were, before they had that, uh, interested in their music. I had visited the Taj Mahal in that year and noticed there was a wonderful echo inside. And I did not have my flute at the time, but I thought to myself, if I ever have a chance to come back here, which isn't very likely, but if so, then I'd like to bring my flute and to see what it sounds like in here. The following year I was back in India again and I did visit the Taj Mahal and I did have my flute with me. And um, I did play in there in the daytime and it, it was wonderful sound. And um, the guard came over and said, why don't you come back this evening when there are less people? Because their, their sounds also reverberated in the dome and interfered with the pure sound of the music. I came back that night with a, a friend who had a good quality, uh, a Nagra, tape recorder and uh, the hope was to just play in there and um, bring back a tape as a memento and play it for some friends. I never thought of it as being an album but it came out real good and a year later uh, Epic Records heard the tape and released it. to allow space for the echo to uh, to repeat what you've done and to go through whatever the overtones are and all the acoustics of the place to give it give it a chance to participate in the composition as well as me because if I play too many notes uh, without allowing enough space then it gets to be all jumbled as anyone who has tried singing in a men's locker room in a gymnasium or something or, or a women's locker in a gymnasium would know uh, you have to allow space for the echo to uh, to repeat what you've done and to go through whatever the overtones are and all the acoustics of the place. So give it give it a chance to participate in the composition as well as me. Up until that time that I was at the Taj Mahal, they could give you an echo that was four or five seconds long, but not 20. Today, of course, you can't even go on for as long as you want with the uh, digital one. So it was unique. And the fact that it was natural, still, there's a difference between something that's natural and something that's electronic. When it's, when it's natural, it's, it's just different. It 
it really wasn't a jazz album, except in the purest sense that jazz is the art of improvisation, and this is a totally improvised album. But you'd have to really stretch your definition of jazz for that, because usually you kind of take a rhythm section in jazz, and there was no rhythm section here. So to have that album in the jazz section was sort of strange. This music cannot be evaluated using the same standards of evaluating that people usually do, because it's not based on virtuosity. It's more spacey music, for the most part. It's simpler music. Uh, the purpose of it is not necessarily uh, just entertainment. It's to take a person to a quieter state within themselves, and in that quietness, you're going to have another experience, and that, to me, is the beginning of a spiritual experience, because all those things come from within yourself. go in there preparing to do anything. I have not prepared ahead of time to play a particular piece of music. It's just uh, totally improvised. My feelings at the time, so I'm free. So where I am becomes a part of the music very much so. Uh, I'm in India. I'm in the Taj Mahal. Uh, it's a special place. Uh, the vibration is, uh, is there. The acoustics are there. The incense is burning. It's different than a studio on Sunset and Vine in Hollywood. Inside, recorded 50 years ago on April 25th, 1968. Just Paul Horn, an engineer, a tape recorder, a flute, and the echoes of a wonder of the world. He'd return 20 years later for another recording, Inside the Taj Mahal 2, and also record Inside albums in other locations. Paul Horn died in 2014 at the age of 84, still practicing transcendental meditation and still exploring music, even beyond the inside mode. If you want to add some of Paul Horn's albums to your collection, go to our website at echoes.org. We'll have links for them on the uh, podcast page for the show. Next week on the Echoes Podcast, we celebrate the 70th birthday of Brian Eno with an expanded podcast exploring different aspects of this monumentally influential artist. Join us then or join us at Echoes Online where you can stream Echoes 24-7. It's all at 
echoes.org. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast. If you'd like to support it, go to our website at echoes.org and make a donation. And if you want to sponsor the podcast or radio show, go to echoes.org as well and click on the Support Echoes tab. See you next week or tonight on Echoes.